So, I uh, in the last couple of weeks, I've been uh, kind of changed what I do at my job. I've transitioned from um, IT and uh, website stuff into managing one of our, our stores. And um, I was starting to work on some stuff. And we have this bay, uh, this garage area that has been kind of transformed into a showroom area. Well, it's been years since it's been used and it's been, it kind of looked, you know, the carpet's getting stained and, and different things like that. So we were, we were, um, we were thinking, okay, how do we get this to bring it back into a showroom and, and make it more usable? So it looks like a showroom and it can be also be used for, you know, any kind of work done on it. So, um, we uh we started looking we're like okay we we ripped the carpet up and, and we said okay well there's all this you know the the uh, the cement's been painted at one point and then it you know it was glued over with the, put the carpet on and it made me start thinking about this and we had tried some you know all natural style remover just so it didn't have that chemical smell it just had that orange smell to it it was like super gooby gone i mean it was like in gallons of it and we tried it and it didn't do anything and and i started to think about first timothy six twelve. it says the fight Fight the good fight of faith, cling to the eternal life you were called when you confessed the good confession before witnesses. It made me start to think that our faith is a fight. We don't, faith doesn't just come from not doing anything. Faith, we have a measure of faith, we're given when we're born again, but faith comes by exercising our faith is what I talked about this. And, uh, you know, many times we believe for something. I, I believe that in all of our lives, we need breakthrough. We need something that is, is stagnant, something that is, is not going anywhere, and we need breakthrough in that area. And I believe that God wants to do, break, do breakthrough in our lives. And in fighting that good fight of faith, what it does is it, it, it constantly keeps us in that mindset of I'm fighting to get to a, a, a better level that God has for me, a better level of faith, a better level of of relationship with God. So it's a fight that we have to, um, that we're fighting daily, whether we realize it or not. You know, I, I believe we can't just have a general, we have a general cover of faith that we believe. We need to be precise in our faith and adapt to the areas and the situations we're in. We can't just be like, okay, God, you gave me faith and I'm just going to walk through life. We have to, we have to be focused and, and adapt to our faith. So when I was looking at this, this floor, I'm like, okay, we can't scrape it off with this remover and these scrapers. So we rented this machine, and, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen these, but it's got like a two-horsepower motor on it. It's electric, and in the, in the front, it has two big spindles on it. And um, when we rented it, it, it came with different things. The first one was a carbide blade. And if you guys know what carbide blades are, they're, they're, they're not super sharp, but they're super strong. And so we ran this... Uh, this uh, blade over these blades over the the floor and it was removing the glue and it got a lot of the big chunks of glue off and, and because that glue is still kind of tacky and, and it removed those uh, first parts of that glue that we couldn't just scrape off you know what the carbide was doing was it was ta- it was taking those rough areas off and our faith our 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 faith our rough faith gets us through the the everyday believing, our general faith covers that area and says, you know what, I'm going to believe in this and it's going to get rid of fear and doubt. That, that, that general faith that we have, that we know that what Sarah said, God's going to do what he says he's going to do and whether it looks like it's something there or not when we step out, that carbide blade is kind of like rough, it's taking that rough area out and saying, I'm going to cover all this because it's going to be a general covering. 
So we, we took this blade and we ran it all over the floor and we did most of the floor, but the floor was uneven in some areas. So we couldn't, we couldn't get all the glue off. We got most of it off and it took a little bit of the paint off, but then they gave us some, um, the next area came was diamond blades. And if you guys have ever seen diamond blades, diamond blades will basically take anything off anything. You can take a diamond blade and you can rub it on anything and it'll actually bore through it almost any material uh, in, on earth with a diamond blade. So they gave us these diamond blades. So we go back over this, this surface and it starts to remove the paint. It starts to get down to the, uh, the rough cement where we can actually see the cement. We're like, okay, finally we can see it. So we, we want to paint this and we want to make it look better. So it's taken off all the old paint and, and it gets, you know, we add a little water so it doesn't bind up and we're watching that um, that diamond blade, we're adding a little water, I'm pushing it through and the guy's putting the hose in front of it just so it doesn't get all gunky and, and it's, it's, uh, it's refining the cement. It's, it's basically, and if there's rough spots in the cement, it's actually grinding them down. And that diamond blade is, a, is like our faith breaking through circumstances it ta- and strongholds that have been in our place. That, that paint was a stronghold in that cement because what happened was that cement was cured and then it dried and it was porous. So that paint actually seeped in when they rolled it on there or painted it on there, seeped in and created such a bond with it that we couldn't get it off by scraping it off. A chemical remover might have taken it off, but you know we're like, okay, how do we get this off and do it in the right way? So that diamond blade is just literally just scraping. You can hear it just kind of like, it's like, like a, a light sandpaper. You can just hear that, bu- like it's buffing. And it's taking that, that, um, that paint off of that cement and it's kind of like our faith and there's certain areas in faith where we need to say, you know what, man, this, you know, I've got a general faith, which, which I know God is going to, to provide for me. He's going to take care of me. But there's times where that diamond is like, you know, I need this kind of faith. I need this faith that is so strong that it will go through anything that I'm put, that I'm put in a situation that I put in a circumstance that comes in my way. Um, you know, sickness, anything that comes in that the enemy throws at me, I can go through this no matter what I'm doing. This diamond blade, this, this, this precise faith, this, this, it, it, what's really cool about this is those diamond blades is this, is they're not, they're barely rough. It, you feel them and it's like, how does this take off all this? Because you're thinking, it's not very rough, but it's strong. It's a strong type of faith that says, you know what, no matter what situation I'm in, I can go through this because I know God is, is, is taking care of me. And so we go over this, this um, cement with the diamond blade. And the cement's probably, you know, from, or the, the area's probably from the projector here to the wall and probably close to the first seats. And so it's about a, you know, about a 40 foot, 30 foot space. And it's about, you know, 15 feet wide, 20 feet wide. And so we go over it. And it was funny because when we first got the carbide blades, they gave us some blades, but they didn't send us replacements. So all the blades were dull. And we just spent an hour on this little spot. And we're like, why is this taking so long? And so we called them up and said, hey, all the blades are dull on us. We've changed them all out. They're dull. And they said, you know what? Let us give you those diamond blades because they will work. And instantly, from the moment we kicked that machine on with the diamond blades on it, it was instantly tearing up everything that was in our way. He said, you can use them on the entire floor if you want. You could use them with the glue if you want, or you don't have to. But we recommend the carbide blades because the carbide blades will cover everything and they will rip it off. And then he said, then you use the diamond blades to buff off the, the imperfections on the cement. It brings it down to what it should be. And so, you know, I'm looking at that, and that, that, di- that strength, that diamond is so strong, even though it's not smooth, uh, it, but 
it's, there's a little, you would think, okay, I'm going to use this once or twice and this little bumps on there are going to be gone. But it's so strong and so powerful that when we use it, it's like, holy cow, watch this. And we're just standing there. Two of us guys are standing there watching the one guy going, holy cow, look at this. And that's how our faith should, faith should be. That our faith becomes so strong that people will look back and say, holy cow, did you just see what they went through? Did you see the, the other side, what they went through and how their faith was strong? how strong they were in believing and not doubting that God was going to, to do it. And when something came in their way, they just said, no, this is not going to be how it's going to be. And then the next step was completely opposite of what we did with, was what we did with the machine. We, um, we took the machine back and we said, okay, good. We've got it all, we got it all buffed up. But there's, if you guys have ever done any kind of cement, there's never a perfectly smooth slab. There's never anything that doesn't have a divot, a, a pothole, any kind of little impression. You know, you drop something or you, you know, you try to smooth it out, but there's never a perfect, there's never perfect. It may look smooth, but there's always a dip or there's always some kind of little spot. And so we got done. We're like, okay, we washed the floor down. We hosed it down. We, we got to it and we're like, okay, man, we did a really good job, but there's spots in the floor that are uneven that both the carbide blade and the diamond blade couldn't get to. And we're like, okay, so, you know, we would try to move it around a little and kind of wiggle it and move from different angles to get to it, but it was sunk down far enough where those blades couldn't do it because it's a, it's a big rotation on it and it couldn't get to it. So we're like, okay, now what do we do? And then one of our service techs goes, you know what, let's go get the power washer. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, we have a, it's a power washer. It runs off 220 volts and it's diesel powered. So, I mean, it, it's pumping electricity through it and it's, it's got, you know, fumes that'll m- make you want to pass out. And so I'm like, why? He's like, he brings over, he has it's hot water. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, it makes its own hot water. So we're literally taking this power washer and we're like, okay. So we get the power washer out and, and we start spraying this floor. And I'm watching paint that has been down for like 20 years just fly off. I mean, it literally, I, I literally could take this power washer and probably peel this tile off within about 10 minutes of doing this. And, and it produces so much hot water and there's just steam rolling everywhere. I mean, like this garage area has two garage doors on both sides. And I can't see the person from, you know, me to the back wall. I'm like squinting to see who this person is because there's so much steam rolling. And I'm actually literally peeling up paint, peeling up glue that has been there for 30 years maybe. And it, I mean, literally, I hold that power washer and just, and it, you watch pieces of, of paint and glue and, and I'm, you know, just shooting everywhere. And then I started to think about it. Our faith should be so refined and so powerful that it it is so unshakable that it penetrates through generational issues. And it penetrates through what has hindered our prayers for years. Our faith should be so refined that, you know, those strongholds that are in our life, that the enemy has set up in our life and our family's life, it should be so powerful that it just blasts them out of the way. There would have been no way that we could have gotten the floor done without using all three steps we're still going to have to power wash the rest of it i haven't got we haven't got finished i mean it takes time but it's powerful enough to remove paint from the floor i mean literally we accidentally hit the wall with it and it just peeled the paint right off the wall and we're like oops got to paint that when we're done but it made me really think that our faith should be so powerful and so refined because god says have the god kind of faith not have faith in me he says have faith like god has faith when God said, let there be light, he wasn't thinking, I hope there's light, and crosses his fingers and says it. God knew what he was saying and what he was believing when he spoke it forth, it would be powerful. You know, faith isn't crossing your fingers, that's hope. 
hope is crossing your fingers. I hope it happens. I hope it happens. You know, when you're in school and you don't study or you stay up all night and you have a test, you're like, I hope I passed. I hope I passed. That is not hope. Faith is trusting that God says what he's going to do. So our faith should be so refined, so unshakable, so powerful that when we come up into the issues of basically in life where the glue is stuck so strong that we don't know how to get through it, that it penetrates through and our prayers aren't hindered. Our, our faith is so unhindered by what we believe and the declarations in our life. So when we speak forward what God says, the rainbow word of God, that it goes out and it instantly has effect. That we don't wait on stuff, that we start to speak and it instantly happens. So when you pray for somebody to be healed, they're instantly healed. Or when you pray for somebody to be delivered from something, they're instantly delivered. Because God said, have faith like I have faith. Not me, God, sorry. I was pointing at myself. Um, but what it does is when we have those types of faith, when we have that carbide faith, that diamond faith and that power washer type of faith, I know I'm using general terms here and it's just kind of just, you know, basic, but it opens us up to receive from God and receive what he has promised to us as his children by faith that he promised to Abraham and every generation after that. So our faith should be so powerful that, man, it just peels off the, the, the generational things for years, the, the addiction for years, the, the poverty for years. It, it peels off every mindset that is contrary to what God's word says that all we do is say, man, my faith is like this. And when you step out, that, that tile goes, oh no. That, that, that issue goes, oh no, I'm leaving right now because I know what's going to happen. Our faith should be that strong and that powerful and so refined because you guys ever used a power washer? You stand back about 10 feet from what you're power washing usually because you don't want to destroy something. But if you get a little too, you ever power wash siding, you get a little too close, it's like, oh, I just put a hole through it. That, our faith should be very refined, not a broad stroke of faith. That is a general faith. But our, our faith should be, I'm two inches from that that uh, cement blasting out what has been held there for years and needs to be removed. Our faith should be so powerful that we can walk up to the issue and say, go away. And it's gone. That's how powerful our faith should be. Let's pray.